The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. As Virginia prepares to choose its next governor, activists are calling for better environmental justice protections. As Patrick Larson reports, some of the changes they want are already state law. Gustavo Angeles runs environmental justice work at Sierra Club, Virginia. He wants to see better enforcement of a 2020 law meant in part to empower citizens to participate in environmental decision-making. He says when he talks with people who could be impacted by projects with potential to pollute, it sometimes sounds like this. Hey, they're going to put a gas power plant nearby your house. Do you know about it? No, we didn't. Okay. Well, how do you feel? Angeles says the process is far more accessible to developers and companies than it is to concerned residents. Chesapeake Bay Foundation's Peggy Sanner says making the bureaucracy work better for people won't be easy. It's like what I imagine would be like changing the direction of an aircraft carrier. Election day in Virginia is November 2nd. Early voting is underway around the state. Patrick Larson, VPM News. Virginia's next governor will be tasked with implementing all of the programs needed to clean up the Commonwealth's Chesapeake Bay pollution. The deadline imposed by federal officials is 2025. Peggy Sanner, who you just heard from before, is from the nonprofit Chesapeake Bay Foundation's Virginia branch. She says it's an enormous opportunity. An opportunity to do something uh, that would, of course, create some bragging rights, but more meaningfully create a real legacy for the next governor. Sanders says state funding, along with money from the American Rescue Plan, gives the next governor a chance to bring Virginia across the finish line. Democrat Terry McAuliffe has highlighted his work on bay protections during his term as governor. Republican Glenn Youngkin and third-party candidate Princess Blanding did not respond to VPM's request for comment. Residents in Richmond's north side neighborhood are taking their grievances over traffic-calming measures to the next level. A number of traffic-calming bump-outs were recently removed from Brooklyn Park Boulevard. In a letter sent to city officials Wednesday, the group wants an investigation into the use of capital improvement funds. Morgan Greer is a lawyer and lives in the north side. I think we want to make sure that public officials act in the public interest and for the benefit of all when making decisions. Greer and other organization members say two city officials did not adequately inform residents of the removal. They're asking for paperwork between 3rd District Councilwoman Anne Francis Lambert and the City Public Works Director Bobby Vincent. Lambert and Vincent have said that the bump-outs were removed to address parking issues. Colonial Williamsburg archaeologists have made an exciting discovery at the site of the original First Baptist Church. Jonah Grinkowitz from partner station WHRV has more. After years of excavating, archaeologists believe they have found the original structure of one of the oldest black churches in the country. The newly identified Brick Building Foundation sits atop a layer of soil dating to the early 1800s. Other archaeological evidence, including a coin from 1817, indicates the foundation was built sometime in the early 19th century. In addition, archaeologists have discovered at least 25 confirmed human burials at the site. 
the announcement of the discovery coincides with First Baptist Church's 245th anniversary celebration this weekend. That was Jonah Grinkowitz reporting. There are indictments out against two companies for their work on a new state office building that follows an investigation by the state attorney general. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reports 10 felony counts each against two subcontractors. The grand jury found the companies misclassified workers as independent contractors to avoid paying state income taxes. That also meant employees could not receive workers' compensation coverage. The two companies facing charges are GTO Drywall LLC and Richmond Drywall Installers Constructors Incorporated. Both were hired to work on the new General Assembly building. One in five Virginia nursing homes is understaffed. That's according to a report from the State Joint Commission on Health Care. The understaffed facilities are likely to serve a higher concentration of Medicaid recipients and people of color. The Virginia Mercury reports that state lawmakers have tried to pass minimum staffing requirements more than a dozen times. The efforts have failed because of funding concerns. In addition, industry representatives say there aren't enough qualified professionals to fill the positions. Some legislators say minimum staffing requirements may have more support now because so many nursing homes were hit especially hard by COVID outbreaks. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Thursday, October 7th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.